It's the Fade Five Podcast with Brad Evans and Nate Lundy. Place your bets, yet Jack Wagons. Brad, the big noise, Evans here, joined by the good son, Nathaniel Lundy. Tis indeed the Fade Five Podcast. And as we always do, or at least we do on Mondays, honk, honk. Let's hop aboard the Plus Bus, uh, planner uh, cheeks in one of the seats, and enjoy the ride. Lundy, uh, based on uh, maybe action on the diamond, possibly action somewhere else, possibly on the ice for you or the NFL gridiron, what is your favorite plus 100 wager or greater that you're rolling with on this Manic Monday? Say good night, Arizona. Say good night. Uh, give me the Phillies minus one and a half. I will take yeah. them on the run line. Plus 115. You can snag that one right now at Caesars. That's kind of universally the number, by the way. You can bounce around. Most of folks have it at plus 115. Um, I do think Arizona is uh, done. This has been far more entertaining of a series than I expected it to be. I will be totally honest. I thought Philly was absolutely going to wipe their ass with the Diamondbacks. Yep. And Arizona has held tight. Uh, they've got some good young talent on that Arizona team, but this Philly squad is just flat out better. Uh, and I think with Aaron Nola on the bump tonight, it is going to be uh, sayonara to Arizona. So I am going to go ahead and lay the run line. Philly minus one and a half. Give me uh, the uh, oh-so-sexy Trey Turner and company to move on to the World Series as you so accurately predicted uh, about a week and a half, two weeks ago. You said you didn't think anybody was going to be able to stop Philly. I'm right there with you right now. And this is, like I said, Zona's put up an amazing uh, series. They really have, a lot more than what I thought they could do. But it's time for the Phillies to move on. Yeah, we're going to have more on the city of brotherly love or the place where the brotherly shove is first and foremost right down the minds of uh, many uh, the citizens living in that area. But, of course, the Phillies top of mind for the Fanatic and a lot of the locals as well. We're going to have more on that game here momentarily. But my plus bus wager, honk, honk, your Don Alvarez. Give me the over. One and a half total bags at plus 120 gets seduced by that juice available at DraftKings Sportsbook. Oh, my goodness, he is in fuego right now. This uh, Major League Baseball postseason, you want to talk about raking at the dish. Uh, Jordan is a definition of that. Uh, he is batting 436 uh, here in the postseason. He has gone over this total bags number in seven of his last ten. He has been a multi-hit machine, and he's got a storied history as well. And gets a Mad Max Scherzer, who has uh, certainly had his uh, downward-moving moment here this Major League Baseball postseason. He is four for eight is Jordan lifetime against Mad Max. So he's going to take me beyond the Thunderdome and possibly Mad Max over a fence in this game. I just see two total bags could be a, you know, a pair of singles could be one smack into a gap and getting a double, a triple legging it out or on the long ball variety. It doesn't matter at plus money. He is my favorite plus bus wager on this Monday edition of the Fade Five Podcast. With those bets on the board, let's get after it with another edition of the Fade Five. Number five. Oh, it's a broken record. Sound familiar? Give me the Phillies on the run line as well. Yeah, I told you, I don't ever look. I give you straight <laughs> up, flat out reaction to whatever you're going to do in the Fade Five. I don't look. I don't like, I like to be surprised. 
So look, well, I, look at it's an hey, echo chamber. Hey, but look at look at the, see the number down there, folks. Yeah. See the number. You can get it at plus one fifteen. It's up to plus one fifteen. Go oh. get it at one fifteen, folks. Take the extra five bucks. Well, that's uh, rather amazing. It's up to plus 115 because this is an extraordinary value. To give you more reasoning on top of what Lundy has already shared uh, with the listeners out there, Philadelphia, this Major League Baseball postseason, is an astounding 8-3 and three on run lines. And at home, they're perfect. 6-0 and oh on run lines, uh, really taking care of business, feeding off that home, rowdy and raucous energy at a Citizens Bank Park. And I think it's going to be more of the same. They've outscored postseason opponents 49-21 to 21 here in the month of October. And you mentioned the brilliance of Aaron Nola in his last three postseason starts, a microscopic 0.989 ERA has been outstanding, including in the regular season in his home turns the rotation so uh, I think he's going to get the job done and on top of that I got Merrill Kelly on the mound for Arizona last time he went the series was back in game two and five and two-thirds innings pitch he gave up three home runs and four earned runs so Schwarbs and company Trey Turner Nick Castellanos again no reason to button uh, the top button at all because it's going to be a party. Shirts are coming off. They got to be twirling over the head. The Phillies advance on to the World Series. Yet never fade Philly, especially on this run line. Minus one and a half at home against Arizona. Now plus 115 at Bed MGM. Party hard in Philadelphia. Number four. All right, let's go to a Monday night football affair in Minnesota, a uh, San Francisco visiting. And uh, we got some injuries. Of course, Justin Jefferson's going to be out for the Minnesota Vikings. No Debo Samuel due to a fractured shoulder. He's going to miss a couple of games uh, at least for the Niners. Uh, but let's zero in on the backfields. We don't know about Christian McCaffrey, whether or not he's going to go. But we do know on the opposite end, Alexander Madison is going to tote the heavy side of the timeshare with Cam Akers. So uh, give me Madison over, I'll hear my vote, on 19 and a half receiving yards, minus 115 on this prop at DraftKings Sportsbook. You look at Madison, a respectable number 12 in team target percentage among running backs in the National Football League, earning that target 12.4% uh, of his snaps. He's running over 16 routes per game, 16.5 to be exact. So very active as a receiver, averaging a decent but not extraordinary 5.8 yards per reception. But most importantly, the trend has been your friend if you've been betting the over on receiving yards tied to the former Boise State Bronco. Uh, he has hit this in three consecutive games. And you look at San Francisco, what they have allowed to pass catching running backs, give it up 5.8 receptions per game, 33.5 receiving yards per game, a handful, exactly five. I got five on it. Uh, running backs have gone over this number, so smoke them if you got them. Give me the over. Alexander Madison, 19 and a half receiving yards. Uh, this uh, definitely could go my way if this game goes south for Minnesota in a hurry. Minus 115 at DraftKings. Lundy, better follow. 
Hop on the trailer. Uh, we're following you on this one. Hitch it up to the uh, the back end of the car. I, I like this one a lot. Madison's going to show up again in bonus time. I've got a little SGP for you that involves him uh, that I put together over at BetMGM, and you'll see why I'm following in on this one. But, uh, yeah, um, I, I don't even have it written down. Uh, I don't know what Kurt Cousins' pass attempts number is for tonight my guess is it's somewhere around 35 36 somewhere in that range uh i i'd play the over in that one because i i think he's gonna have to be trying to play some catch up here and i i not completions i'm not saying he's gonna complete all of them i'm just saying he's gonna have a hell of a lot of pass attempts uh and i do think some of them are gonna be right here with madison and we've seen this with san francisco by the way this is what teams try to do against them these little dump offs uh, averaging what about, I think they're doing about 5.3, 5.4, uh, receptions per game to that running back position. I think Madison plays right into it. Uh, this just in, uh, the over under on Kirk Cousins pass attempts, Lundy drum roll, please 36 and a half. And it's juiced to the under plus 100 on the over at Ben MGM. What do you say? Over, over and over again. Yes. Play the over, take it at the plus odds. I, I, you may be sweating it down the stretch, but I'm telling you, I think the way the game script's going to be, he's going to be throwing the ball and they may be check downs, but who cares? It's still an attempt. Uh, do it for Dolly. Uh, just vote for Madison. Take the over in receiving yards and do me and Lundy a favor, especially Lundy. Take the over. Captain Kirk pass attempts as well. Number three. All right, numero trace here on the Fade 5. For those that follow me on the X, I gave it to you this morning as my sledgehammer special, and that is on Jawan Jennings, uh, the wide receiver who I think is going to step up. Uh, for the San Francisco 49ers in this game, Sans Debo Samuel, I took the over and I wrote about it at Noisy Huevos on the X on 29.5 receiving yards, minus 115 available at Bet MGM, the former seventh round pick out of the University of Tennessee, as my esteemed colleague Danny Klubbinger always says. V-O-L-S, go Vols, go Vols, go Vols, uh, because she used to work there back in the day. Uh, Debo accounted for 5.3 targets per game. I'm not saying that Jennings is going to get all that work, but he's going to get a chunk of it, and he is a chunk gainer by definition. 18.1 yards per reception is what he has averaged this year and a healthy 10.6 yards per target as well. Uh, last season, and games in which he played at least 60% of the team snaps, he's going to play at least that many tonight with no Debo. He went over this in three of four contests. Uh, going to get a, a lot of uh, Josh Mallett's uh, there in coverage out of the slot, who's given up a 92.6% catch rate, 8.2 yards per reception, but a dozen wide receivers have cracked at least 30 yards against the Battle Axeless Minnesota Vikings. So pull it all together. Jawan Jennings over 29 and a half receiving yards. Da -da 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 I broke out the sledgehammer. On the X, let's see if Lundy wields a similar weapon. Minus 115 at BetMGM. Good, sir. Fader follow. How's that flaccid hammer doing lately anyway uh, with your sledgehammer? No, 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 not the actual prop. Like, how have, how have your sledgehammer picks been lately? Let's, what's, the, what's the recent record, Brad? Well, over the, week, 
Over the weekend, we lost with Rashid Shahid on Thursday, barely. I uh, took the uh, over on yards. I think he finished with like 28, 29. That number I grabbed at 33 and a half. So uh, I missed on that. But yesterday, I broke out the sledgehammer again on Joshua Dobbs. Ooh. And he slammed that in the first half on rush yards. That number was a lowly 22 and a half. I even wrote about taking it up to, uh, on that alt line, which we featured on the Fade 5 Friday edition to 25 yards to get it a plus money. So we're split right down the middle, which is uh, very typical of how the Chamber performs, which means uh, this one is doomed to fail. Well, I, well, I don't know about if it's doomed or fail or not. I mean, like you said, it's not like they're going to have one guy that is going to somehow pick up all of the slack uh, for Debo. I mean, that's just that's way too difficult to do. You're just not going to see that happen. But I do agree with you that he can pick up enough to get to this number. I don't feel like it's set high enough based on what he's going to try to pick up. So I like the, can he get to 30? Yeah, actually, I think he can. So I'm going to follow you on this one. By the way, uh, Dobbs was, I had Dobbs for an anytime touchdown yesterday. So I was, uh, I was, oh. damn, I was damn happy watching him scamper that thing in. Trust me. Well, let's double down on that happiness. Come on, Juwan Jennings, hit the over on receiving yards. Number two. All right, let's stay by the bay here. Let's go with another name. Uh, same game, different name. Brandon Ayuk, uh, who is Mr. Popular in so many markets. Uh, we get emails from BetMGM every single morning. And uh, I think uh, the entire public, like 99% of the bets, the over on Ayuk receptions, the over on Ayuk receiving yards. But this is a unique signature bet offering. Only at BetMGM that I have seen it, and I absolutely love it. I took Brandon Ayuk over 11 and a half yards on his first reception of the game. And yeah, he's going to catch a ball unless he has like a B. John Robinson dev devastating case of pregame diarrhea and is unable to, uh, to suit up and really log uh, sizable snaps. Uh, but Ayuk uh, on this prop is just minus 105, so a little lighter juice there. At BetMGM, uh, you look at him, what he's done this season. He's seen 31.4% of the target percentage. That's number six in the National Football League. But he is a field stretcher extraordinaire, number 10 in total air yards. He's got eight deep ball targets. Those are 20 or more yards on the season. Number three in the NFL in yards per route run. And he's averaging 18.2 yards per reception. So, I mean, he could come well below his average and still cash in on this. Uh, he's got to get Evans uh, primarily in coverage. He's given up north of 100 passer rating to his assignments, but only allowed 10.6 yards per catch. And maybe that's being baked in uh, to the odds making here and that formula at BetMGM. But, you know, I believe Ayuk uh, likely on a post route over the middle of the field, probably for a 15 to 20 yard gain. That's what I'm baking on for his first reception well above the needed 12 yards to cash on this at minus 105 at BetMGM. So, Lundy, unique bet. I don't think we've ever featured it here on the Fade 5 before. Fade or follow. These are my favorites. I love these because these are fun because it's like pew, 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 one and done. It's just yeah. it's one one play. We know if we know if we won or lost. It's that simple. It's like bet. In hockey right now, Brad, you can bet on who's going to win the opening faceoff. I mean, it's just like you want to talk quick in knowing <laughs> whether you've whether you like forget the goal in the first ten minutes. This is like the first tenth of a second. You can decide who's going to win the opening faceoff. I like this one. Uh, I like this one a lot. Let's do this. Let's say that Minnesota wins the coin toss. They defer first 
uh, drive belongs to Brock Purdy. Bam, done. Ayuk, uh, yep. 14 yards. I'm, I'm just, I'm calling it right now. 14 yards. We're cashing minus 105. Brad loves the one and done because it just makes it easier because if he's taking shots every time he loses a bet, it's just that much faster to down the old Tekala. Uh, yeah, over in a uh, drop of a, of a hat. Uh, my wife is all too familiar. Number one. Numero uno here on the Fade Five Podcast. I'm in the moody uh, for Jake to boot a couple of field goals. Give me the over on one and a half field goals made uh, for the former Michigan kicker, now a member of the San Francisco 49ers, minus 115. They're at BetMGM. And actually, I think this uh, juice is down to minus 110. So uh, definitely shop around. I've seen it a couple of, of houses at that minus 110 number. So regardless if you locked in at minus 115, minus 110, I believe it is going to cash. Uh, Moody has been over in three and under in three so far this season. But he is 10 for 12 on field goals uh, made this season. That's an 83.3% hit rate. Uh, and you look at Minnesota, they have allowed five kickers in six games to boot at least a pair of field goals. San Francisco, though, uh, number four in red zone touchdown only percentage. So usually they're very efficient. It kind of you know helps when they have Christian McCaffrey on roster, but you know his status at tape time, very much up in the air. Even if he does go, is it going to be at like 75, 80%? Is it going to be anywhere close to 100%? Maybe not. So I think the Niners are going to be able to move the chains and move the ball freely up and down the field, but can they cash in for six? I'm hesitant a couple of times. So as a result, I believe Jake Moody splits the uprights, not once, but twice, and I cash in at minus 115 at BetMGM. Lundy, my top play on this Monday Night Football edition of the Fade Five. Good, sir. Do you fade or you follow? This is what's interesting, folks. Uh, This is where fantasy and betting do not align. Do you understand how much Brad hates kickers? Y'all understand them. Brad despises kickers, especially in fantasy football. Brad despises kickers in that ridiculous league that he and I are in together. Everybody keeps trying to reinstate kickers, and Brad keeps like shut it down. Sit down, Grandpa. Yeah, Brad's, uh, you know, Brad's like the VP coming in and breaking a tie in the Senate. Uh, He just comes in and goes, (laughs) "Nope, can't. Nope, sorry." Not happening, folks. There will be no kickers. And it's pretty funny because there's a couple folks in our league that are really pissed at Brad that he won't let kickers back in. Uh, I happen to support it and believe it. But you can see because Brad's been featuring kickers. You go back and look at some of the pods here recently. Brad's been featuring kickers pretty frequently here on the old podcast. Um, and I don't know how he's been doing in terms of cashing or not cashing on him. We took care of it with, uh, with groupie last week, um, and cashed that one with ease. Uh, so let's see if we can cash this one with ease. I'll follow and I'm going to go shop it around. Just like you said, I want to find that minus minus one ten. see if I can get myself some better juice. Yeah. Give kickers a boot in fantasy, but follow them in sports, Betty. Come on, Jake Moody. Do me right. And with that bet on the board, let's get after it. It's bonus time on Lundy. Uh, probably on the ice. I think it was like one NHL game uh, today. I saw the docket, but I know you got action on it. Or uh, maybe more action on the Major League Baseball Diamond or on Monday Night Football. What do you have for me, my man? 
Uh, let me, let's see, where do we want to start? Where do we want? Well, you brought up hockey. Let me go ahead and start at uh, hockey. Brad's right. There is only one game on the docket for this evening, an extremely light schedule for the NHL. They only had two yesterday, but <laughs> nailed that one. If you were following the spreadsheet yesterday. Uh, and, and that one was, uh, that one was, was, was pretty too. I, I was really happy about that one. I, I kind of celebrated a little <laughs> bit because, well, we, because we'd taken a little bit of a shot and I threw a two legger out there at plus two Oh five. And it hit yesterday on those two games. So, uh, so let me tar- start on the ice. Um, I really like this Buffalo Sabres team. I don't know how many games they're going to wind up winning, how many points they're going to wind up with by the end of the season. But this is a young team with a lot of talent. I posted this on Twitter the other day. I was watching one of their games, um, and it was kind of depressing because there were a ton of empty seats in the lower bowl. This is a good Buffalo Sabres team, and they're going to continue to get better. Two names uh, that I really like on this uh, team. They are at home. They're taking on Montreal again, as Brad said, the only game on the schedule. Uh, let's talk about Dylan Cousins. Give me him for a point uh, in this one. He's got four points over the course of his last three games, so he's looking to go on a, a fourth game in a row with at least a point. He's got two goals and two assists in that one. Uh, he's got 12 shots on the season. He doesn't get a ton of ice time, but he tries to make the most of it. Over at FanDuel, minus 111. Why does that matter? Because at DK, it's at minus 30. So give me, or uh, minus 130. Excuse me. So give me Cousins for a point. And then Tage Thompson, who has been M-effing-I-A to be able to start off the season, finally got a goal last Thursday. And then he didn't score on Saturday, but he took 10 shots. Wow. And still didn't manage to score. And again, this is a guy that dominated for Buffalo in terms of the stat column last year. So give me Tage for an anytime goal. uh, And I'll take that one at even money. It's basically plus 100 across the board. Doesn't matter what book you go grab him at, but I'll take him for an anytime goal. I also, for what it's worth, really like Buffalo in that game. More on the bonus time. Let's go back to the baseball diamond. Brad and I are aligned about the idea of Philly being able to dominate. I've got two different two-leggers for you. First, at DraftKings at a minus 105. Each of these guys to have a strikeout. Lourdes Gurriel and Leody Tavares. Those two guys, each with 1K in their respective games. That one is at a minus 105 at DraftKings. This has all to do uh, with history against the starting pitching uh, in terms of the number of the uh, K rate per at bat. So I'm just putting those things together. I'm not going to bore you with all the numbers, but I do like those guys to wind up with a K. Then uh, an outs prop for the starting uh, my, as Siri tries to talk to me on my watch. Uh, <laughs> stri- uh, excuse me. Uh, outs prop for the starting pitching. Merrill Kelly under 15 and a half outs. Max Scherzer under 13 and a half outs. If you put those two together at BetMGM, it is a 187 on your, you can just finish the lyric yourself. Yeah. Uh, 187 at BetMGM. Did it at Caesars this morning to test it out. That was plus 156. So an extra 30 points you're catching at BetMGM. I do not trust Max Scherzer. And Brad and I have already talked about Merrill Kelly. So going to go ahead and walk away from that one. How about an all-George Kittle all the time? SGP for you. This was me this morning going, ah, F it. Who cares? Yeah. Let me roll with uh, George Kittle. Maybe he's a little jealous of Travis Kelsey and his new love. Uh, So here is uh, all Kittle all the time. Did this one at BetMGM. George Kittle for four or more receptions. George Kittle for 40 or more receiving yards. And George Kittle spike. George Kittle for an anytime touchdown. If you put that together over at BetMGM, it is a plus 260. Going up Mm. Minnesota. 
Uh, they are giving up an average of 5.3 catches per game. Not a lot of yards, only 31.7 uh, against tight ends. But let me give you the example. Kelsey, 10 for 67. Goddard, 6 for 22. Ger- uh, Gerald Everett, 6 for 30. So I think Kittle can get above the 40. He can get the four catches. It's all about whether or not he splashes six, but that is a plus 260 as it sits over at BetMGM. And then if you want to follow along, you may want to take some notes. These are difficult to be able to do because I put them together with a total of uno, dos, tres, cuatro, cinco legs. Brandon Ayuk, five or more receptions. George Kittle, three or more receptions. K.J. Osborne, three or more. Alexander Madison, we talked about him earlier, two or more. That's all I need, two. And Jordan Addison, for three or more. One more time. Ayuk for five, Kittle for three, Osborne for three, Addison for three, Madison for two. Make sure I enunciate the letters there. With the boost at BetMGM, plus 285 on that five-legger. And yeah, I know that's a lot of legs to be able to hit, but they gave us a 50% same-game parlay boost, so that one jumps all the way up to a plus 285. And then because we do not have a podcast tomorrow, let me give you this one real quick. Nikola Jokic, give me the under, under on 36 and a half points plus assists at a minus 115 at DraftKings. Folks, in four regular season games against the Lakers last year, he never hit that number. In the four playoff games against the Lakers last year when they swept them out of the finals, the conference finals, he only did it in game four. That means in eight games against the Lakers last season, he only eclipsed 36.5 points plus assists one time against the Lakers. So I will play the under in that one for tomorrow night as they will be hoisting the banner at Ball Arena. I yield the floor to the kind gentleman from Illinois. Uh, Fade the Joker. Uh, I'm a smoker and I'm a midnight toker. I love that quite a bit, actually. Uh, nice salesmanship on that one, Lundy. I'm going to tell you, uh, Nikola Jokic, a uh, little Team Huevos parlay play of the day. Uh, this is not with the 50% profit boost at BetMGM, but if you want to apply it, by all means, leg numero uno in the San Francisco-Minnesota matchup. Uh, give me Kirk Cousins, 200-plus pass yards. Leg numero dos, give me Brock Purdy, one or more passing touchdowns. Leg numero traits. T.J. Hawkinson, three or more receptions, and leg numero cuatro, Brandon Ayuk, 60-plus receiving yards. That's a cool plus 138 without the boost at BetMGM. I'll quickly give you some background on this. Cousins has been over 200-plus in four or six games. Yeah, San Francisco giving up just 215.7 yards per game, but I think he is going to be highly competitive in this game. Even without Justin Jefferson on the field, he will reach this low threshold and get over 200 pass yards in total. Brack Purdy, meanwhile, uh, he has thrown at least a touchdown in five or six games. Minnesota has given up at least one passing touchdown in four or six games. And Minnesota's just mediocre in every single defensive category. They're right there in the middle of the pack, including EPA pass defense, where they're number 17 in the league. Purdy will strike one for six at some point. Then Hawkins in three or more receptions. Uh, low-hanging fruit here. Uh, you look at San Francisco, five guys in the tight end position have gone over this number against them. Hawkinson averaging 7.8 targets per game. He has done this in five of six. And then finally, Brandon Ayuk, 60 or more yards, no Debo. So a spike in target share anticipated. 
He has done this three times this year, and as I already outlined, number three in yards per route run, number six in yards per reception among eligible pass catchers. Six wideouts have reached at least 60 yards against the Vikings secondary this season. So Cousins, 200-plus pass yards. Purdy, one or more passing touchdowns. Hawkinson, three or more catches. Ayuk, 60 or more yards, plus 138 at BetMGM. Elsewhere in the Monday Night Affair, uh, without uh, any player props on this SGP, this is even money, plus 100 at BetMGM. I'm going to take the Vikings on an alt line at plus 10.5, and, and I'm going to take the total down to 36.5 and, and hit that over. I know the unders have been uh, hitting left and right in primetime games, but it's only 37 points is all I need. And Minnesota has been in every single stinking contest this year, games, of course, that they've won, and other games they have fallen short, and it's like one possession. Pretty much every single time they're at home. Skull, skull, skull. Bets, bets, bets. I love this SGP. Vikings plus 10 and a half. And the over 36 and a half. Both alt lines there. Plus 100 at BetMGM. On the diamond. Schwarbs goes yard again. Give me him for an, uh, an anytime home run. A plus 280. He's got five home runs this last six games for crying out loud. He's swinging the hottest bat imaginable it's molten right now uh so i'm gonna continue to tell him he's got two career home runs in 10 career at bats against merrill kelly <laughs> i mean come on and put up the two together he's gonna launch one and he is gonna send the philadelphia crowd into a frenzy so schwarber home run plus 280 at bet mgm Catel Marte, lundy this is our last dance likely for him uh, and as a result, I'll take the over again on a half a single. I just need one solid base knock. That is it. It's plus 110 at Jim if he does it. He has done this in 9 of 10 postseason games, folks. He's batting 372 in the Major League Baseball postseason. He's seen Aaron Ola nine times, nine times. Uh, he's collected three hits, and of those three hits, Two have been for the one base variety. As good as Nola has been at home again, a sub 1.00 ERA. I say Cattell Marte gets me a single, and it's a plus money, plus 110 if he does. Uh, I lied. I got more Monday Night Football action. Real quick, I got two more. Kirk Cousins throws a pick. A minus 114 at FanDuel. San Francisco is leading the NFL with 10 INTs this year. Uh, Cousins has been under uh, intense duress for much of the season. He's only number 12 in the league. And uh, pro completion percentage went under pressure. Uh, and you look at San Francisco, number two in dropback EPA defense. Cousins as well, number six in danger plays, which player profiler tracks. Number one, he's been the most pressured quarterback in the league. Uh, so, you know, you, you consider the defense, how opportunistic they've been. Cousins has done this in three or six games. He throws a pick tonight. And then, Lundy, I'm going to disagree with you. George Kittle, I'm taking the under 47 and a half receiving yards. We both could win, honestly. Maybe if yeah, we, could, right we, we could squeeze this one through a couple of bookends. I just, I, I'm just, I, I think it's happening. I, I well, think it's happening. We got a seven yard cushion. Here's the deal only one tight end has gone over 47 and a half yards against Minnesota this season. You might have heard of him. It's Mr. It's Taylor Kelsey. Swift. It's Travis Kelsey. And it took a boatload and a shitload of targets for him to get there. And he only had 67. Dallas Goddard is another. Um, you know, memorable name only had 22 yards. Uh, the Vikings have given up 6.95 pass yards per attempt. That is it 
uh, this season, and they have allowed, entering this week, the fourth fewest tight end total yards this year. I uh, look at Kittle, only getting 4.2 targets per game, only number 13 among tight ends in yards after the catch, and he's been under this in four or six. I think he's going to be more line-tied. I really do in this game, with or without the CMC football factory. So I am under George Kittle, 47 and a half yards, minus 115 is I'll the juice you, on that. I'll give you one more as long as we're talking about tight ends. Give me the under on 17 and a half for longest reception for TJ Hawkinson. Under Ooh. 17 and a half for his longest reception. Well, yeah, National Tight Ends Day. It's over. Sorry, Kittle. Sorry, Hawk. Uh, I'm taking some unders. I love you. It's still feeling all rosy about George Kittle. We shall see what the former Iowa Hawkeye does. Uh, we got a bolt right now, so drop us a rating and review if you enjoy this podcast, would you kindly? Also, feed or follow us on the X. We're always giving it to you. Uh, at Nate Lundy, all of his free spreadsheet picks on that platform. I do the same damn thing. At Noisy Huevos for the stunningly attractive Nate Lundy. I'm Brad Evans. Until next time, as always, feed or follow. That is up to you. Under on Jokic!